If thousand people came knocking at your door today, would your business be able to accommodate them? Heck no. I mean, even a hundred people or even sometimes, you know, 10 clients at the same time are incredibly hard to manage. What this really made me realize is, is that I didn't have a way of ensuring that my business could continue working while I'm not working in it myself. And this was causing a lot of anxiety. I mean, I couldn't relax on weekends. I couldn't relax in the evening, spending time with my husband, when I'm spending time with my daughter, when we're going on holidays. I was constantly thinking that I'm not putting myself out there. And that means that my business is not working. Hi there, you're listening to the Create to Convert podcast. I'm your host, Evgenia Dorashvili, but most people call me Gigi, and so can you. I'm a designer, tech founder, mama, and business educator, and I'm here to help you skip the years of trial and error and teach you the ins and outs of running a profitable business that you love. And it all starts with one actionable podcast episode. Let's get to it. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode on the Create to Convert podcast. Today, we're going to talk about something that I've been asked a lot in my community, in my Instagram DMs, in my emails, and that is how to diversify your income as a creative service provider or as a designer. Now, I'm sure at some point or another, you probably thought to yourself, you know, it would be great to launch a digital product or maybe I could launch a mini course and just add some additional income in my business. And you're definitely not alone. And it's normal when you have a service-based business that you start thinking eventually about how you can scale your business beyond the one-on-one model. Because just like most designers, when I started and for years, actually, my business was purely one-on-one working with clients. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. I know there's a lot of noise about, you know, passive income and digital products and all that. But if this isn't the model that you want to adapt in your business, that's okay too. You don't need to go the passive income route. In my case, I just realized that in order for me to scale my business and get it to where I want it to be, I needed to get out of the one-on-one model because, I mean, I was never really looking to grow my business into an agency with a large team. I like keeping my business small and being the face of the company. Now, of course, you know, you can still skyrocket your business, even if you're a company of one. There's actually a really great book called Company of One that I really recommend you to read. But I was really intrigued by other opportunities out there. And I remember I was having a chat with a business strategist I was working with back then. And she asked me a very thought provoking question. If thousand people came knocking at your door today, would your business be able to accommodate them? Heck no. I mean, even a hundred people or even sometimes, you know, 10 clients at the same time are incredibly hard to manage. What this really made me realize is, is that I didn't have a way of ensuring that my business could continue working while I'm not working in it myself. And this was causing a lot of anxiety. 
I mean, I couldn't relax on weekends. I couldn't relax in the evening, spending time with my husband, when I'm spending time with my daughter, when we're going on holidays. I was constantly thinking that I'm not putting myself out there. And that means that my business is not working. And that's really not the best place to be mentally in. But I know for a fact that this is a reality that a lot of service-based entrepreneurs are actually facing. They feel like they constantly need to be in their business. They constantly need to be working in their business in order for the business to perform. And that was my issue with the one-on-one model. So that's why I believe it's important to find ways to diversify your income so you can have additional recurring, consistent revenue sources that will give you that peace of mind and will give you the freedom to do what you love and scale your business further. So in this episode, I'm going to give you five different creative ways that you can diversify your income, but please don't think that you need to incorporate all of them at the same time. Definitely not. I mean, I only have a few of those in my own business. So choose a strategy that excites you and that you can commit to focus on and test it and implement that one and see how it goes. Maybe you'll realize, well, actually, it's not really the right fit for me. And then you can go and try something else. Or maybe, and I hope that for you, it will actually really kick off. And then you will know that this has potential and you can focus more of your energy there. All right. So don't spread yourself too thin. Okay. So let's dive into the first idea or way of diversifying your income. And that is actually through affiliate marketing. Now, affiliate marketing is interesting and it has a lot of potential if you put the work in, but you do want to ensure that in order for you to see the results from affiliate marketing, you need to have an engaged audience that trusts you. Now, pay attention. I didn't say you need to have a large audience, although that would help, of course. But what's more important is to have an audience that trusts you and an audience that you show up for outside of your promotional seasons. Because if you only show up when you're selling something, then your audience is just going to give up on you and they will lose trust in you. You also want to make sure that you choose the affiliate program that is aligned with your own values, but also with what your audience is actually interested in and their needs and wants. For example, I'm an affiliate of The Contract Shop, which is an online shop for all things legal. So you can purchase contract bundles there. You can purchase your website policies, your NDA agreement, your independent contract agreement, and so much more. And as someone who got really severely burned because of a crappy contract in the past, maybe you've heard this story, I shared it multiple times before, I invested in a lot of contracts from the contract shop and the amount of confidence and security that I got in return is priceless. So for me, it was really a no brainer to become an affiliate of their shop because I already purchased from them. I already trust them and I can see the value of their templates for my own audience. 
Now, every now and then the contract shop will run really amazing promotions, sometimes up to like 40% off their legal templates. So of course, from my personal experience with not having good contract, this is a deal that I really want to share with my audience. And from one of those promotional seasons or one of those sales, I sometimes can earn up to, I think the maximum I earned was around $1,300 as affiliate income just for a couple of emails and a couple of shares with my audience. Not bad, right? Now, of course, you shouldn't promote something only when a store is running a sale. You could have something like a resource page or tools of the trade. I see that one often as well, where you basically gather all of your favorite tools, all of your favorite software and recommendations and books and courses and Amazon favorites, you name it, and advertise that page instead. Not all of them need to be affiliates links. But if you do have affiliate links there, make sure that you make it very obvious and that you let your audience know as well. But if you're genuinely selling or recommending things that you truly believe in, this shouldn't be a problem. Now, of course, just like with any kind of passive income streams, it's not going to be as consistent and recurring. But depending on the affiliate program that you choose and depending on the amount of effort you put in and how engaged and loyal your audience is, you could really add a great additional income source as a result. All right. The second way of diversifying your income is through mini offers. Now, you may have seen those offers around already. Maybe you've been targeted by them on Facebook or Instagram. But basically, these are digital products that cost around $27 to $37. Sometimes you would also find something for $47. And it's basically an investment for a really great value-packed digital product. The reason why these work so well and seem so attractive, I mean, I spent a lot of money on those, is because they target a very specific problem that you're experiencing. And that is really the key to a successful mini offer. You really want to ensure that you know your ideal customer by heart and you know exactly what is it that they're struggling with and what is it that they need and how can you solve their problem in a quick, easy, and painless way. If you do that, if you really focus on just one challenge and how to solve it, then it's going to be a no-brainer for your customer to actually purchase it for such a small amount. Now, where the real gold is, the real kind of almost challenge with mini offers is, is that usually at checkout, you can upgrade your customer to additional offers. So your mini offer, often called also tripwire product, is basically an entry point into a bigger marketing funnel. So you're purchasing a product for $27, let's say. But then at checkout, you pitched another awesome complimentary product for $37 and then another one for $47. And what happens is at the end, you were going to spend only $27 initially, but you end up spending $111 instead, as an example. And this is exactly how it works with my mini product, the designer's content playbook, which is $47 and it packed so much value, like a crazy amount of value for that price. But you can also upgrade to add two more additional offers to that and almost triple your cart value. 
However, what I want to say is you don't always need to have a full funnel built out like that. It's recommended because, you know, it works really great and you can increase your cart value, but it's definitely not necessary. I've seen people do really well with just you know, selling the main mini offer. In fact, I saw someone last week who made $5,000 in 10 days with a $27 product. How awesome is that? And, you know, the other thing is that you can keep those mini offers evergreen, which means that, you know, people can purchase them anytime. So it's definitely something to consider. It's definitely an interesting approach. But remember, it's important to create something that is focusing on just one problem, providing one awesome, great, quick and easy and ready to implement solution. This is what makes a really great tripwire product or mini offer. All right. The third way you can diversify your income in your business is by running virtual or in-person workshops. Now, they're very different from each other. And I think in-person workshops are much harder to run because, you know, it has bigger overhead costs. You're bound to a location. You need to find a venue. You need to market it, get the amount of people to join your event. It's definitely harder. But virtual workshops are much easier to organize and run. And the awesome thing is that you're not bound to a location, but yet can have people join you from all over the world. And plus the cost of running a virtual workshop is definitely much lower and you don't have any restrictions in terms of the amount of people that you can actually welcome in. Now, the cool part about live workshops, and again, I think this is where the real gold is, is that you can repurpose them into also evergreen products and give people the chance to purchase them whenever they want. So this could really become part of your marketing strategy where let's say every month or every other month you run a workshop for let's say $99. And then after the live workshop, you add it to your store where people can purchase it anytime. So think about what does your audience currently need? What questions do they have? What do they need help with? And actually talk to your audience and ask them, what can I teach you? How can I be of value to you? What do you want to learn from me? What is it that you wish you knew or you wish someone taught you how to do? You know, a great question is if you had a magic one, what is it that you would solve in your business and create a workshop based on that? The next way to diversify your income is by launching a template shop, whether it's documents or brand templates, social media templates, website templates, you name it. And I know what you may be thinking. There are so many different template shops out there. How am I ever going to diversify myself and have a space in this oversaturated market? And I hear you. But here's what you need to know. Nobody has what you have. Nobody has your unique approach, your unique personality, your unique style, your unique value. And there is a reason why people are following you and why people are reading your emails and jumping in your DMs and working with you because they love you for who you are. I mean, I launched my template shop and the first round of my signature course, The Breakthrough Designer, in the middle of COVID, when there were already so many big players in the field and even more competition since then. But despite that, now over a thousand designers use my templates and have gone through my programs. So I'm telling you, it's never too late 
or too crowded, in my opinion. Of course, I mean, not every launch is going to be a huge success. I've definitely experienced that as well. But I don't want imposter syndrome to hold you back from creating something amazing and sharing your value and your expertise with the world if you have something to teach. If you have something that you believe will make a difference in people's lives, then it's worth testing it out, validating the idea and seeing if there's truly demand for it instead of just sitting and doing nothing. All right, the last option I wanna talk about to add an additional stream of income into your business is consulting or providing ongoing support for your clients. Now, I know we said that we're gonna step away from the one-on-one model. Yes, we are, but it doesn't mean that you're gonna stop working with your clients completely, right? And if you're already working with clients, then you need to maximize that opportunity and get the most out of each project to increase your client's lifetime value. So what I want you to think about is what type of support can I offer my clients beyond my services? Can I consult them on a monthly basis? to help them with maintaining brand consistency or marketing or business development. Or maybe I can offer them monthly VIP days to do some additional design work or small website edits. So what other complementary services or support or advice can you offer your clients to continue building a relationship with them? Because your clients, they already trust you. They know how good you are. And as their business grows, they will most probably need, you know, additional help and support. And you want to make sure that you're there when they need a helping hand. So there you go. Here are five ideas to get your wheels turning and think about how to add more income into your service-based business. Now, of course, these aren't the only ideas. I mean, you have digital courses and memberships and retreats, virtual summits, partnerships, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. But ask yourself, what excites me? What am I ready to commit to? And start with that. And if you want to share your thoughts with me, you can always send me a DM on Instagram or you can take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your stories so I can personally send you a message and thank you for tuning in and we can chat about your awesome ideas. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I cannot wait to see what are the amazing things that you're going to launch into this world real soon. And just as a reminder, if you want to be the very first one to know when the doors to the breakthrough designer open up again, is happening real soon, then head over to the show notes in this episode to jump on the wait list. And of course, as always, my friend, don't forget to create to convert. 